It's Tuesday, October 7, 2014. This year's prize is about light. How many scientists does it take to change a light bulb? Three, according to the Nobel Prize Committee. Despite today's population of more than 22 million people, the air quality in Southern California has drastically improved. EPA regulations cut cancer risk from air pollution 65% in California. Clean, zero-emission-producing big rigs will soon be rolling down the E-Highway in the Alameda Corridor. Los Angeles builds an all-electric highway. Plus, good news for breathers. Supreme Court upholds EPA ozone pollution regulations. All of that good news and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I don't deny science. I ask people, other people on the, on the other side of this debate, let's not deny, deny some reality, too. Uh, okay, so thanks for that false dichotomy between science and reality. Cecil Roberts, president of the United Mine Workers Union, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, taking a peek at your headlines, it seems we have a surprising amount of good news in today's Green News Report. Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm fine. This is all pretty good news, as you said. First off, how many scientists does it take to change a light bulb? Apparently three. The Royal Swedish Academy of Sciences has decided to award the 2014 Nobel Prize in Physics for the invention of efficient blue light emitting diodes, which has enabled bright and energy-saving white light sources. Three physicists, two from Japan, one from America, won the Nobel Prize for Physics on Tuesday for inventing the blue light-emitting diode, which made today's white light LEDs possible. The invention brought super-energy-efficient white light to millions, saving money, cutting pollution, but also making possible many innovations that we now rely on, from smartphones to data storage to even water sanitation, according to Stefan Normark of the Nobel Prize Committee. Uh, We see that impact. You see it in the streets, you see it on the cars, you see it in the lights. Yeah, the invention of the LED has really changed the entire industry. I understand that 20% of the world's electricity is used for lighting, and if LEDs were maximized in their use, that number would decrease to just 4%. In the U.S., a victory for anyone who breathes. The U.S. Supreme Court has declined to hear yet another industry challenge to new air pollution standards to reduce harmful ground level ozone, commonly known as smog, that were introduced by the Bush administration, EPA, to protect public health. A coal and utility industry coalition sued over those new regulations, saying the rules were just too stringent. Smog causes dangerous respiratory ailments and premature death. Now the new ozone rules will stand. I guess that was all part of George W. Bush's war on coal. But uh, tell me this, can we learn anything from this uh, ruling or non-ruling from the Supreme Court in regard to the EPA's new rules for carbon emissions under Barack Obama? Well, the devil will be in the details. Generally, the right-wingers on the Supreme Court uphold the EPA's overall authority, but they also seem to look for ways to curtail how the EPA goes about making those regulations. But in this case, they didn't. They let George W. Bush's regulations stand. Yes. And 
And contrary to right-wing ideology, air pollution standards save lives and save money. A new study from the Southern California Air Quality Management District finds that the risk of cancer from air pollution in the region has plummeted 65% since 2005. Since 2005? Yes. I live in Southern California. That's great news. Yes, it is great news because regulations spurred the innovation that made that possible, like two new innovations in Los Angeles around the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach, which together handle nearly half of the nation's imported goods. Now, container ships that are docked at those ports used to run their dirty diesel engines for power 24 hours a day, and that caused skyrocketing respiratory health impacts for nearby residents. Now, those ships are required to plug into electrical power at the dock, and that eliminated a major source of air pollution. Tyranny. Sounds like tyranny. And those new air pollution standards have spurred another innovation, an electric highway pilot project in L.A. It's going to use specially modified electric 18-wheeler trucks that'll take cargo the short distance from the ports out to distribution centers and railroads further inland, and that will eliminate local air pollution from trucks. Both of those public health innovations are a matter of environmental justice, say city planners, because some of L.A.'s poorest neighborhoods live nearby the ports. You mean this is being spearheaded by the city of Los Angeles? Yes, because air pollution costs about $900 million a year in health care. Not a private company? No. Tyranny, just like I said. For much more on that tyranny of clean air and much more on today's stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebook and the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Stop.